We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you with me and looking forward to uh, discussing something that we often avoid. In fact, if there's a list of words, topics, issues that we want to discuss at a family gathering, this is probably not on the list. But we're going to discuss it and I, I believe in so many ways the right perspective on this topic can make all the difference in the world in our lives. Today we're going to talk about pain. <laughs> uh, we don't like to talk about pain. In fact, we do our very best to avoid pain. But I believe that if we have the right perspective on pain, if we view it in the right way, if we understand that it can be used as a tool to grow us and to develop us and to shape us, then pain, those difficulties, those trials, those overwhelming circumstances and situations are not a dead end. It's not a cul-de-sac that we drive into. In fact, that pain, if properly viewed, can make us so much more than we would have been without it, and in a lot of ways, equip us to accomplish the work that God has set before us. We're going to talk about that today. Before we get into that, though, I want to remind you, if you have not yet subscribed to this show on the podcast platform of your choice, please take some time to do that. Wherever it is you are listening from, make sure that you're subscribed to this show. Every week, new episodes come out, and I want to make sure that you get those as soon as they do. That would be awesome. Also, take some time later on after you're done listening to this. Go to YouTube. You can find there my channel, Jeremy Stallnecker. Go to YouTube. Find my channel, Jeremy Stallnecker. And this video, uh, the video version of this podcast, and a lot of other videos are there as well. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Go ahead and like and share that content out. That would be awesome. Everything I put there, this show, all, really all the content that I produce, is for one uh, very simple purpose. <laughs> to be an encouragement and a help to you. That's it. So many things that I am learning in my life, I'm trying to grow through and understand in my own life. And this is an opportunity for me to share that. And my goal would be that as I share that with you, it's as though we're having a conversation you're dealing with something I would imagine all of us are. You're hearing this from my experience, and you can apply it to your life and be helped. And if you know someone else in your life that may be helped by this, share it out with them, and that would be awesome. A final note, we'll call this a programming note today. I have a bit of a sore throat, and I don't know what's going on. I'm fine elsewhere, but my throat, my voice sounds terrible. Uh, just 
push through it. We're going to get through it together. Maybe I'll drink a little bit of water along the way, but we'll, we'll do our best. Um, I have been through puberty. My voice has already changed, but I feel like I'm going through that again today, uh, but we'll be all right. Uh, I actually thought about not recording today, not recording this week, but this is a topic that comes up again and again and again and again, and I hear people talk about this, and I think so often we have the wrong perspective, and I want to give you some thoughts on it. So today we're going to talk about uh, the product of pain. The product of pain. What is it that pain can produce in our lives? Now I'm going to start with this disclaimer. When I'm talking about pain, I'm not talking about something strange or sadistic. Uh, I am not suggesting throughout the next uh, 25 minutes or so that we need to put ourselves in a position that is going to hurt simply for the sake of pain. There are people that do this. This is something that could be clinically diagnosed. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about hurting yourself. I'm not talking about experiencing pain for the pain's sake. I am, however, underlining or underscoring the reality that in our lives, all of us will experience pain. It's just part of life. But pain is different than trials very broadly, very generally used. Uh, Pain is different than saying we're having a bad week or a bad month or maybe even a bad year. When we talk about pain, we're talking about something that is acute. It's a trial, for sure. It's a difficulty. It's an obstacle, of course. But it's impacting one very specific area of our lives. You know what this is like in the physical world. If you are going about your life, you probably don't spend a lot of time thinking about your toes. Maybe you do. Maybe you're one of those weird people who thinks about your toes a lot. Most people don't. But as soon as you catch that pinky toe on the edge of a a table leg or a chair leg or the bed, you're going to start thinking about it. In fact, if you want someone to go from feeling pretty good to feeling really bad all at once, just watch them kick with a bare foot something they didn't see. You catch that toe, and man, real damage can be done more often than not. It just hurts. But that pain becomes acute. It's acute because it hurts in one location. Now, not much else in your life seems to matter because you're hurting in that one very small place, and you need to deal with that pain. Nothing else matters. So it is in our lives. When I talk about pain, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those events and those circumstances that come into our lives that absolutely flatten us. Perhaps it's in a relationship. We have struggles in our relationships, of course. Difficulties come. Trials uh, are there. We know that. The very best of relationships require work. (laughs) The very best of relationships uh, will have uh, both valleys and hopefully those mountaintop experiences. But perhaps in a relationship that you're living through now, uh, there is a pain point. Something that has been said or done that is so overwhelming. It's acute. It's in a specific location. And because the pain is so acute, nothing else in your life seems to matter. We could find the same kind of pain in other areas of our lives. But pain. The reality, though, is that pain, if properly viewed, if we see it through the right lens, 
if we accept it with the right perspective, can be something that happens, something that hurts, something that certainly we may not get over. I love it when people say you just need to get over that. There are some things we don't get over. (laughs) They're there. But pain is something that we can grow through if only we will. Here's what happens in the context of march or die. We know that we should march, put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. We know that we should do that. When we talk about obstacles, we use that very generally or very broadly, uh, difficulties, trials. Uh, we look at these things, and they're just so big and out there. Uh, it's as though they're a cloud, but we can keep moving through that cloud. But these moments of pain are so overwhelming that even though we may know, we've talked about the mindset, the march or die mindset, even though we may know that we should move, even though we may know that we should put one foot in front of the other, we know that's what should be done. We stop because we're hurt. The pain has come and has an avoidance mechanism. We just simply stop moving. I'm sure as you listen to this podcast, if you listen uh, regularly, you get tired of hearing me talk about running uh, stories. (laughs) Uh, I tell stories once in a while. Uh, I'm not a good runner, but I am a frequent runner, so I'm out there all the time. Uh, I don't, uh, uh, I'm not going to smash any records, let's say, but uh, I do put some miles in, and uh, my goal is to run longer races. Earlier this year, I ran a 50-kilometer race. It's 31 miles, and the terrain that we were running on, it was a trail, of course, but it was very hilly. Um, A a lot of uh, elevation change over the course of that race. We got done, or we got down to the last couple of miles. I say we, there were a lot of other people there but me, right? I wasn't racing to win, I was racing to finish. I got down to a point that I knew there were only two miles left. I had run 29 miles. I had two miles left. And the last two miles were all downhill. This is a good scenario. I had a plan in my mind before running that race because I knew what the terrain would be like and where I'd be at that point. I had a plan that I would run down that trail. It's all downhill. It's two miles. I was going to make up some time. I was going to run down that trail. My feet were so torn up (laughs) before I got there that even though it was downhill and even though it was only two miles, it was the best I could do just to navigate forward, to put one foot in front of the other, to, to walk to hike. I did not make up any time. I may have walked a little bit faster than I was going uphill, but not much. The pain just made me want to stop. It's crazy. You hear people who do long events like that, who go um, in some of the longer events, they'll get within two miles or five miles or 10 miles of the finish. And they've been running for so many hours and yet they quit when they seem to be that close. And for someone who doesn't run, you think, man, they're so close. Why don't they just continue? Because the pain has become so much that they just want to sit down and stop. That's exactly what happens in our lives. And if you're living through one of those moments now, you need to hear what I'm saying. Perhaps you've come out of one of those moments or you know someone who's struggling with that, the pain It hurts so bad, all I want to do is quit. 
We've discussed this in previous podcasts, but God has a plan for our lives. God, the creator, created us, and he created us with purpose. He has a plan for our lives. He wants us to move forward. He wants to accomplish some things through us. And that purpose, that plan doesn't go away simply because we encounter those who are unkind or situations that we couldn't uh, anticipate or something else that came in and created pain. God's plan for our lives, God's purpose for our lives doesn't go away simply because we're struggling. And so if we don't address this, we die. What is death? I say this often. Death is not the physical type. Death, even among the living, is consuming, it's breathing, it may even be going to work, showing up to the places that you're supposed to be. It's all of those things. But knowing in your mind and in your heart that you've stopped moving forward. You're emotionally or relationally or spiritually dead. Because life is not simply uh, the act of drawing breath. It's moving one faith-filled step at a time, moving forward. And yet pain comes. We've been taught in our world that pain is something to be avoided. In fact, we're living uh, at a moment in time, at a generation where pain avoidance seems to be priority number one. We have homes that are climate controlled, access to everything very quickly. We do everything we can to avoid anything that hurts. We live our lives staying away from pain and in the process miss what that pain was designed to produce. I want to read two short passages of Scripture. I I think, man, these capture it so well. The book of James, chapter 1. James, the the brother of Jesus, the half-brother of Jesus. Can you imagine being the half-brother of Jesus? He was the half-brother of Jesus. He lived observing the life of Jesus. And after his death and ascension into heaven became one of the apostles that carried the gospel forward, he writes in James chapter 1 these words. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That's the first verse. It's great. He says, my brethren, my brothers. We talked about this a little bit um, a few episodes ago when Paul addressed his audience as his brothers. Uh, these aren't those biological uh, siblings, those biological brothers. These are brothers in Christ. This would include women, men, children. These are those who have a common relationship in Jesus Christ. He says, my brothers. So he's talking to people who understand what it is to have a relationship with God through Christ. Count it all joy. That's a strong phrase. Count it joy. Find joy. Joy is different than happiness. Happiness is uh, what a child experiences when someone hands them a balloon. (laughs) Uh, When something good and unexpected happens in your life, you can be happy. Joy is more of a deep-seated, deep-rooted contentment. It's a peace. It's a confidence. Joy. He says, I want you to count it joy when you fall into diverse 
temptations. That's a little crazy. It takes a turn that I don't think any of us could see coming if we hadn't read that verse. We'd think that a pastor would say to those that he considers his brethren, we think that he would tell them to be joyful when good things happen. And yet, he exactly says, you need to be joyful when difficulties come. He says diverse, that's a multitude, all kinds of temptations. That word temptations, it's not uh, this, this picture we sometimes get in our mind of someone trying to get you to do wrong. Temptations are trials or difficulties, troubles. He says, I want you to count it joy. Find peace and contentment and hope and confidence when you go through a myriad of difficulties. Man, what a crazy verse. He explains to us why, though, verse number three, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. I love it. I I love when an author in Scripture tells us what to do and then tells us why we should do it. This is fantastic. He says you need to count it joy when you have these difficulties in your life. Why? Because the trying of your faith works patience. It's been said that a faith that has not been tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. To say we have faith in God when nothing difficult is happening in our lives is relatively meaningless. In fact, faith is unnecessary if things are going the way that we want them to go or expect them to go. We don't need faith. But when the road ahead becomes dark, when the path forward is unclear, when we don't know exactly how things are going to come together, that's when we need faith. And James says that the trying of your faith, it's when the difficulties and the, uh, the pain, the trials, when those things come into your life, That's when you can really see if your faith is genuine. He says it's when your faith is tried that patience is produced. Verse 4, But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now there are a lot of things that we struggle with as a generation of humans particularly in the West, particularly here in America. But our pain avoidance really often is patience avoidance. If something hurts but then passes quickly, we don't think much of it. It's when something hurts and we need to work our way through it that we struggle. We have very little patience for anything. We can have food almost immediately. We can have comfort almost immediately. We can have anything we want. Go to Amazon. (laughs) Anything we want within 24 hours from anywhere on the planet. But the Bible says when pain enters your life, if you allow that pain to do its work, it will produce in you patience. What does that mean? It means when the pain is present... And you decide, I will continue to trust God in spite of the pain. I will continue to move forward in spite of the difficulty. When you make that decision, then you will become a patient person. And that patience, he says here, makes us perfect and entire 
wanting nothing. Perfect does not mean without sin in this context. It means complete. It means mature. It means you've grown up. Spiritually adult people, James is saying here, are people that are patient, that are willing to endure, that press forward, that understand that pain can produce something good. The Apostle Peter said it this way in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 6. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. What did Peter say? He said, you're going through some things. Heaviness. Manifold temptations. It's a similar phrase to diverse temptations. A whole bunch of stuff is happening in your life, and it's not good stuff. But you need to know that the trial of your faith, when these difficulties come in, it's more precious than gold. Why? Because gold perishes, it goes away. But when the trials come, when the pain finds itself in our lives. Something can be produced that allows us to move forward, he says, that might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Pain leads to patience, which leads to growth. It's not something that we should avoid. We need to get in and do the work. I started by saying we should not unnecessarily seek pain. I'm talking about it in a strange way, in some kind of a sadistic way. But neither should we avoid pain because it hurts. If we're exercising, we know that the act of exercising will create pain in our bodies. As those micro tears come to our muscles and our body then repairs itself, becoming stronger If your life is about avoiding pain, you'll never exercise because it hurts. But you'll also never get better, get stronger, become healthier. If in your relationships, if in your life, if in your work, you measure everything through the lens or the filter of avoiding pain, then you have to know that you'll never grow. I know that conversations like this can seem almost disconnected from reality. You might use a word like uh, a phrase like tone deaf. Jeremy, how can you have any idea what I'm going through? You don't know what it's like to deal with the pain that I'm dealing with. I'm in the middle of a painful relationship that is breaking up and cannot be restored. My finances have turned in such a way that I'm dealing with very real pain. Spiritually, I'm not sure where I am. I look down the road and and, uh, I'm afraid because I can't see the end from where I am right now, from the beginning. There's real pain. I am in no way suggesting that pain is easy or fun. That's why we avoid it. 
what I am saying is that if the Bible is right, if we learn anything from nature around us, then we have to also understand that pain is not bad. It's part of the human condition. And if we'll view it correctly, if we'll learn from it, if we'll persevere in spite of it, patience will be developed, will mature, and on the other side of that painful experience, we'll be able to put one foot in front of the other and march. Pain will come, but what it does, what are you going to do? In life, I've said this so many times, when things seem out of control, when the world around us seems to be blowing up, when the pain inserts itself, it may feel like you have a thousand different directions you could go, but you really only have one of two decisions to make. How you pull this off, that's why we have so many episodes of this podcast talking about techniques for moving forward. But really, moving forward begins with making one of two decisions. I can stay where I am and die, or I can march. So what are you going to do? Don't avoid pain. Don't avoid difficulty. Don't avoid trial. Let it do its work in you to produce what God wants to be produced so that you can do the work that he's called you to. Choose to march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. Thank you. Forward talking next time. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.